What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, August the 12th. On this episode today, we are going to be talking about some delayed games. God of War is coming out soon. Maybe the cause of it. We don't know. Splatoon 3 had a direct yesterday, today, this week, sometime. And some reports have come out or have come out that maybe possibly. Sony has been paying money to block games from coming to Game Pass. <gasps> but we'll find out. We'll get to the bottom of it, maybe. Because this is the Log On Games Podcast. With me today, you can find him over at twitch.tv backslash blue underscore barracudas. Is that correct, Neil? That's right. We got Neil with us on the podcast today. How's it been? It's good. I just got back from a trip to Washington State. That's and a long way away. There was two combining things there, so I'm going to guess that there was a how was that, and I didn't get the other one. But it was great. That's all I got out of it. It was great. It was an amazing time. If you've never been up to the Pacific Northwest, I'd say do it. Do, do it. it. Do it now. Um, yeah, totally different than the East Coast, so... Uh, Where specifically did you go? So I went to Spokane. Spokane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like you cheated, Matt. We did talk. We um, talked the other day. We did. Um, <laughs> but I, I also went into Idaho on the Spokane River for uh, four days. So it was good. Cool. I've played a show in Spokane. It was very cold when I was there. So Did either uh, one of you see Gonzaga University? No. But no, Travis Barker was on the same lake that I was. Mm. I didn't see him, but it's just a fact from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I tried okay, to call one, him, it didn't work. Okay, one time <laughs> I, w- I was at Disneyland in California, and Russell Westbrook was also there with his family Ooh. via Instagram. Ooh. And I told the group I was with, goodbye, I'm going to find him. And I looked everywhere and never saw him. Look for probably two and a half hours. He shouldn't be that hard to find if you do. Like, if he is in your general vicinity, he's the one that's taller than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I did also run into the one and only Cam Newton in the Atlanta airport. Cam Crouton. I said, what up, Cam? And he completely ignored me. So let's move on. So we need to call him this week is what you're saying. Possibly a Cam Newton lookalike. Who knows? Uh, no, he de- definitely was dressed like a Cam Newton. And he was like 6'5". <laughs> so who's that? It was me. <laughs> well, that would take some special effects. It was Travis Barker. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also with us on the podcast today, you can find him at X user 8X across the Pacific Northwest. We have... I'm sure you can. Matthew with us on the podcast today. What up, what up, what up? I did not see any famous people this week. Shame. That's a shame. But, a shame. I mean, unless you count all the famous people that were at the Braves game that I went to last night because Ooh, the Braves were in Boston. Mm. I'm ex- I'm, honestly, it was a really fun experience. Me and my girlfriend went. The Braves only play in Boston two games a year, so it was my one chance to go see them. Braves call up a new guy, 21-year-old dude, debut game in in baseball, and he hits a tank over the monster in left field. 
Like, what? Well, was fun. There's a possibility that kid's never going to be that good. And there's also a possibility that in like eight years when he's awesome, I'm like, I was at his first game. So his first hit. <laughs> so we'll see. That's, Who knows? I saw him drive a tank. And then we can call him on the podcast the in eight years. We will. Neil, I don't know if you know this. I'm trying to remember who was was it was us three that that was on the episode where we called Andy. Correct. Yeah. So we yes. yeah we got we got the response for that. It was at the yes, top of the yes. show two weeks ago, I think. I, mm-hmm. I listened to it every night before bed. Good. Me too. Um, I listen to you listening to it every night. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere that you want to listen to your podcast at. You can also watch our beautiful faces and see Neil's new thing. We'll see what it is. Come on, Neil. It's it's, it's a computer. Spoiler alert. It is a mm-hmm. high-speed computer. High-speed. Yes. I don't even remember what I was saying. But yeah, you can you can do all that stuff. <laughs> you can follow us at LogOnGames on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We have a link tree in there to point you to all of our stream links, anything you want to see, our YouTubes, all that stuff. And you can also join our Discord on mm-hmm. that link tree. We had new stream, a new streamer this week. Yeah. We do. The other Andrew, Andrew number 1.5, depending on who you like more, um, started streaming uh, two days ago. So he's done his first two days of stream. He went from zero to 26 followers. So he's, Wow. That's he's, he's, actually killing it on starting Twitch. He's That's, it. Uh, he's it. He's, I, I commented today, said streamer of the year, 2022. There you go. Wow. I think it didn't it took even me two years to get 25 followers, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, so his uh, his Twitch is brown twitch.tv backslash brown berserker. It's with a Z, berserker with a Z. So if Was he wanna... destining it up? He was not. He played Apex the first night, okay. and then he nice. played uh, some like indie game that came out today. There was, I saw a bunch of people playing it. Um, I forget okay. what it's called. Cult Lamb something. Something like okay. that. I'll Google it. Um, but yeah, go give him a follow. If you can't find him, we do auto host. So uh, if you really can't find him, you can find us on twitch.tv backslash logon games. And we'll probably be auto hosting either him or Marty, I would assume. Um, but we also follow him so you can find him through our thing. If you're I found him. You found him. You found, found me. Um, right so. There. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back to school time, and we want to make sure you pack the essentials for the best year yet. The Manscaped fourth-generation performance package is just that. Be ready for whatever is in your daily schedule this year. It's the perfect package for your package, Neil. And includes the brand new Limor 4.0. Now here's the line. Listen, they sent me this to read. You can, I I altered it last last week. You know, I was like, this week I'm just gonna read it. You know, sometimes you just don't want to do the work. 
Yeah. So that's and that's what it's all life's all yeah. about. My name is in the actual one, not the edited one. And when you read this, when I read this sentence and you hear it with your ear holes, you're going to know that it was a good idea that I didn't alter it. Fellas, go for the valedictorian of bald trimming and join the six million men world right, world, worldwide <laughs> who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com with the code LOGONGAMES, you get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LOGONGAMES at Manscaped. They have sales going on. Stack. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Destiny. We've been we've been doing mods. We've been stacking buffs for days. And let me tell you, stacking is the way to go. So that twenty percent off, stack with whatever stack uh, it. sale they have going on at the moment, and that is with our code Logon Games. Doesn't matter stacks if you're on buying. Stacks, you know? bo- doesn't matter if you're buying uh, the toenail trimmers or the shampoo or whatever. Or let's get X rated up in here. Oh, whoa. Bingo, bingo. Wow. YouTube's going to demonetize us. Yeah, we are getting taken down for that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to, we're just going to have to like burn this podcast on a cassette tape or not, a, but like, you know, the videotapes and just start mailing out people because wow. there it is. Beta, beta tapes. Anyways, yeah. Anything you buy on there, <laughs> get it. If you've ever wanted to try it, do it. If you already have it and you need replacement parts or whatever, use our code LOGONGAMES. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. This is from Kotaku.com. Microsoft accuses Sony of blocking games from Game Pass. Last week, Microsoft argued to the Brazilian regulators that Call of Duty was not an essential game series while Sony protested that it was. In the latest episode of Activision Blizzard acquisition drama going down in Brazil, Microsoft accused the PlayStation manufacturer of trying to inhibit growth of Game Pass. Microsoft has been trying to convince regulatory agencies around the world that its acquisition of Activision Blizzard is not unfair to its competitors within the gaming industry. Now, as spotted by The Verge, it's claiming Sony pays developers not to put their games on Xbox Maker's subscription service. Microsoft's ability to continue to expand Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth, Microsoft claimed in the August 9 filing. Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competitive and competing subscription services. Um, I'm trying to see if there was any other thing other than... I think that was all the quotes and actual things that were said. So, Matthew, I'll give you the floor first. Sure. Go! Wow, that was really loud. Uh, One, duh. Why would they not do that? (laughs) Like, like I I saw this and I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I didn't, it, it, it didn't even register me to me as like a news piece worthy of talking about. Of course, that's the case. Why would that not be the case? If it's not the case, it should be the case. (laughs) It should do that if they're not doing it. Of course. Why would you want your competitor to grow and have more money? That doesn't. I mean, it's not business. Okay, it's all business. It's not business. Not business. <laughs> it's. I don't know. To me, this was just like an. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't hit any sort of way with me. I was just kind of like, well, yeah, duh, of course. Why? Like, I, I would love would to case? know the specifics here. What specific sure. game and how much money did somebody get for to not put their game on Game Pass? I wonder. Right. 
I, I feel like this is just honestly, it's just X, Xbox wants this out there in the universe, thinking that it's going to make them look better than Sony because it's like, see how bad they are as people trying to keep our our people from playing fun games. It's like, and we're like, listen, we already on. know how bad they are as people. Okay, we don't need this. <laughs> we're still going to play the games. No, it just doesn't like. I don't know. That just didn't. It didn't it, mean it, it, a hill of beans to me. I'll be devil's advocate here. It may not be true. It may not be true. Um, Sony now has their own subscription service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one would think common sense will tell us that if they were paying publishers money to not put their game on Game Pass, that now that they have their subscription, they should be getting some of these games now on there subscription service and probably vice versa where microsoft's going to try to tell people to i want your game but don't give it to them it's probably going to happen because i mean why this wouldn't is, it? as the as a video game player such as myself this is what we want we want them both to yeah. outbid these third-party games so that it goes on the subscription service that we already pay for That's mm-hmm. what we right want. right that being said i don't have it pulled up um last month was uh, the first time that Sony like updated their game catalog, and we got Stray mm-hmm. Day One, which was nice, but we knew that was come for a while. It's very good, and and we got like Marvel's Avengers and Assassin's Creed games and such like that, which is whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, I forget what the games are this month, but when I looked at them, I was like, I don't play any of these games. This is this is all poopy, poopies. So, poopies. well, the regular they're not their Game Pass library, but their regular like PS Plus games of the month were phenomenal this month. So. Like, there are people saying best month ever for them. So, um, we have Tony Hawk 1 and 2, which is a big one for mm-hmm. me. That was the biggest one for me. And I for, I'm trying to think of what the other one was now. Top of my head, it was something that more people were interested than I was. But they had big games in that that direction. So, But we're, we, I want the passes. That's what we want. Uh, so, but, I mean, uh, seriously, the, what I thought about this was if for some reason, Oh, it was all the Yakuza stuff. That's what it was. Uh, like every Yakuza game is now on PlayStation. So, uh, which I don't care about, but a lot of people enjoy those games. Um, yeah, I was just thinking, like, if I was in the situation where Sony was like, we're going to bring in one of our own, one of our people that play our systems, they're going to tell us what they think of what we're doing. And they came in and said, yeah, we're not actually paying companies to get exclusive rights to their games and keep them off a of Game Pass. I would say, why not? You mm-hmm. should do that. <laughs> That's a smart business move. <laughs> and I would hope Microsoft is doing the same thing because, again, smart business move. So I don't know. It just was a non, non-starter to me. Um, Neil, any thoughts? I mean, to me, so I'm reading this article, or was reading this article, and there's a lot of claiming. There ain't facts up in this piece. So, like <laughs> I said, like Matt said, I would do the same thing if I was in charge of that type of a company uh, and not let my competitors try to get the upper hand on me. Would it surprise me? No. But do I see facts? No. So do I believe it? No. But it would be cool if it happened. <laughs> That's my two cents. <laughs> we have to wait till uh, we get the documentary in like five years. Right, exactly. Also, one could argue that 
PlayStation wouldn't have done it because Xbox doesn't really have games anyway. So, like, they should have nothing. They've had nothing to worry about for the better part of the last 10 years. Sure. And I would say so the other why all of a sudden now they'd be like, oh, no. And, and even to push that farther, at this point, again, I still think this is probably happening because I think it should happen. But at this point, both of these companies are basically just buying the companies that they want their games for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of acquisitions happening. So if you if there was just, I mean, that's got to be like EA or something like, I don't know, it's got to be somebody big that they're just paying for this. Otherwise, they probably would just buy the studio, right? Who knows how words are formed. That's right. But it's an it's interesting little tidbit. Um, as we all know, <laughs> they are Microsoft is trying to still buy Activision Blizzard as they go through all mm-hmm. the legal limbo that goes along with that. Um, and I, for mm-hmm. one, hope it goes through and can't wait for it to go through because I have Game Pass. And I would very much like to play all these Blizzard Activision games such as Diablo 4 or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, without having to pay $70. Look, I highly prefer Sony to Microsoft in terms of what they're doing right now. Highly. And this, I hope this Activision thing still goes through. Like uh, That actually, I think, just means good things for the industry at large, honestly. So. I'm in agreement. And it gives gives, uh, Blizzard a bit of a jump, a fresh start just because their name's kind of been drugged through the mud a little bit. And even if nothing much changes, at least it feels like, okay, well now they're not their own thing. Somebody else is running this. This is a new sheriff in town or better or whatever. (laughs) His name's Phil Spencer and he's coming for children. We know his, well, we know his name's not McCree, you know, (laughs) his name is not McCree. That would be what a twist that would be. (laughs) All right. Moving on. To Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo had a Splatoon 3 Direct, and I meant to watch it today, and I forgot about it until now. Whoopsies. Um, But we have all the... I'm reading this from IGN, which is all the bullet points, basically. So I'm just going to kind of learn, read through, and we will all learn together. Octolings are playable again. Though it seemed fairly obvious based on footage we've seen so far, Nintendo confirmed that Octolings are indeed playable. Don't know what that means, but I'm down for it. <laughs> Many familiar NPCs return. Um, coming, Making a comeback, including Turf War Judges, Judd, and Lil Judd. Lil Judd. As well as Ammo Knight's proprietor, Sheldon. We also got a glimpse of Captain Cuttlefish. All sorts of people, guys. Uh, new NPCs. Which uh, include a gnarly Eddie at the not kosher. Oh, and uh, I'm not even going to read all these. If you play the game, you'll, you'll meet them, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Turf, <laughs> Turf War is still the main game mode, but it's not the only one. As oh, wait, in pl- past more? Splatoon games, Turf War is the main mode of play, which you jump into the lobby for a casual match. Uh, the rules of it remains the same as before. However... Two, or I'm sorry, two teams of four try to ink the most turf before three minutes are up. However, there are plenty more modes to play. Anarchy Battles are the new ranked mode where players can compete for rankings and rotating match types, including returning Splat Zones, Tower Control, Rainmaker, and Clam Blitz. It appears that Splatoon 3 rankings may work a bit differently. 
Now, text in uh, with text in anarchy battles indicating that players can win five and triumph or lose three and be out. <gasps> three strikes, you're out. Wow. That's what they say. We'll also, That's Matthew, true. we'll also see the return of Salmon Run with brand new boss, with brand new boss, Salmon, Salmonids, Slammin Lid, Salmonoids. and Big Shot alongside <laughs> Along the new King. King Salmonid Kohuzuna. <laughs> Nailed it. The, dire- uh. <laughs> the, the Direct also teased a new mode called Big Run, where Salmonoids invade oh. the city of Splatsville, and even, uh, the, and even that apparently will occur once every few months. And finally, there are two other modes that were teased for some time after launch. League Battle, which returns from past Splatoon games, and a new mode called X Battle, which is available only after obtaining a very high rank in Anarchy. More on those to come. That was. There's more. There's there's more, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here because I know. Okay. I think out of everything, Splatoon, like Matthew and I and Ivy, friend of the show, friend of all three of ours. Yes. One would even say a best friend. Oh. A friend in Jesus, some would say. That's true. <laughs> um, we all played Splatoon quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Splatoon 2. Yes. Correct. And I believe Salmon Run was probably our favorite. We loved us some, some Salmon Run. But either way. I like I, I like it. I, I don't know. I think I like the multiplayer better, but I do. When like it comes Salmon to all these, good. when it comes to all this, what are your what are your initial thoughts? So I didn't play Splatoon much, but my kid loves Splatoon and I enjoy actually watching him play Splatoon. It's relaxing nice. to me, you know, nice. it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm actually, when I saw this come up, I was like, I might actually do some Splatooning. Um, it's good. Now that we're talking about Salmonoids and everything, it really piques my interest to even know what they are. Yep. I mean, even I want to know. Who uh, big man the stingray is? <laughs> I just want to go into it for the for the names, man. Maybe maybe I can have an alternate Twitch channel and just name it one of these. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's good. It's uh, online multiplayer is really fun once you get past that part where you can you have to like basically have a beginner part and then you can play with your friends. Once you can yeah. once you can squad up, it's really fun. Well. But can I tell you the mo- my most anticipated thing because out of this? Are you Go going to continue it. reading this article or are you stopped? Where I am at? going to. Continue reading this article. Play on new and returning stages. We got a brief, a brief glimpse of a lot of brand new stages joining the Splatoon 3 rotation with names like Scorch Gorge, Eeltail Alley, Mince Meat Metalworks, Undertow Spillway, and my personal favorite, the Hagglefish Market. Oh, got it. <laughs> a number of stages returned from prior games as well, including Museum D'Alfonsino, <laughs> Hammerhead Bridge, Mahi Mahi Resort, Inklebot Art Academy, Sturgeon Shipyard, Mako Mart, and Woohoo or Wahoo World. More stages oh. are planned to be added later this year in a free post launch update. 
drug dealers around America will use Splatoon 3 <laughs> as their coding for talking about different things. It'll be What's the, the passcode? The, the next Wahoo market. Marijuana. I know. Right? <sighs> new my and returning weapons. Just like stages, weapons will see a, a mix of new and familiar types of styles. All basic weapons from previous Splatoon games will once again be available alongside brand new weapons, including the windshield wiper like Splatanas. That's a nice one. Yeah. And the bow and arrow style stringers. We'll also see I'm brand new special that. weapon attachments to regular weapons, such as the Tacticooler, which is a fridge that can feed stat boosting beverages to the entire team. Like the it. Wave Breaker which sends out damaging waves that can be jumped over. The returning weapons, including Reef Slider and Tenta Missiles, the Ink Jet, the Ink Storm, the Ultra Stamp, and the Booyah Bomb. Booyah! Right. Weapons Booyah can be purchased from like Sheldon. Flavor. Ooh, it is. Weapons can be purchased from Sheldon at Ammo Nights, as in the past, but it looks like they're now attached to a currency called Sheldon Licenses. One license gets you one weapon that you already have unlocked by being at the appropriate level to use it, or you can spend more licenses to unlock weapons before you've leveled up high enough. I don't remember any of the weapons and what they do, but I'm sure I will remember fairly quickly when we get into the yeah. of it. I do remember a lot of the weapons, but I don't remember them by their names. That's yeah, for sure. correct. <laughs> like, we got... I'm going to need to see some things. We got brand new abilities separate from weapons. There are two new movement abilities that have been that haven't existed in previous games. Squid Surge allows you to swim up the wall in a rapid burst, while Squid Roll lets you execute a quick turnaround to move in the opposite direction while popping you into the air. Okay, I'm just gonna keep going. Meet in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much splatooning. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna get I'm just gonna get we're gonna get past it, guys. We're gonna do it together. Okay. We still haven't meet gotten the, to my favorite part yet. Is it meet in the lobby? <laughs> nope. I, okay. This is a Splatoon lobby. It's different from... Is it different breeze? It's actually a physical space where you can run around and it includes a test range for weapons where you can warm up while waiting for a match to fill up. There you go. Ooh. A little bit. The, that was the worst part of Splatoon 2 was the process of actually friending up and getting in a lobby and playing. So hopefully sure. this is better. Uh, catalog lockers aren't the only new option for customizations. You now have gear combos as fits in game, allowing you to quickly swap between builds without using amiibo like uh, in previous games. Splatoon the TCG. Let me guess. Now we're talking. Here we go. Ever think to yourself, hey, Splatoon should be a trading card game? Well, it is yep. now. <laughs> and in the TCG called Table Turf Battle, allows you to play in competitive 1v1 card game <laughs> spinoff of Turf War. There are over 150 collectible cards. Sounds sounds like a Pokemon ripoff to me. And you'll be <laughs> and you'll get into a game. Uh, I'm sorry. You'll get an in-game starter deck as part of regular play. It's unclear if you'll be able to play against friends or online yet, but we do know you'll be able to play against NPCs. Hopefully, it's really good. Hopefully, it's full fledged enough where they go. Man, people love this thing. Let's make it a mobile app. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. I've, I've been it. playing I've been playing Marvel Snap like crazy every day. Well, I'm just saying oh. the 150 collectible cards, there's 151 Pokemon in the wow. Gen 1. Step, so. step your game up, Splatoon. Uh, I mean, and it's Nintendo. I, I mean, just ripping it off. <clears throat> I do hope that you're not just playing with NPCs that you do get to play with one another. That'd be fun. 
But you, you got to say though that the idea of turf four and just trying to cover more than your other than your opponent that should lend itself to a pretty fun card game, I would think. Um, they're also stealing a Witcher with Gwent. You know, I mean, maybe that's this is how it starts. Maybe this is like their beta test. If this does well, a lot of people play it. Then they'll make a a spinoff that's just the card game. Maybe so. I want you to say this next thing, Andrew. The new story mode has a title. It's called Return of the Mammalions. <laughs> that was pretty good. Sure. All right, Matthew, you got to read it because I need to uh, leave my room for a second. I'll be right back. Well, Andrew just quit the podcast, guys. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, the story mode focuses on discovering secrets of the fuzzy ooze set within an area called Alterna. You're recruited against, you're recruited as agent three to the new squid break, squid, squid beak splatoon and battle the Octarian army alongside a small fry friend. This is like reading Dr. Seuss in a video game form. Oh my goodness. We don't know much. uh, The cuttlefish Callie and Marie will always all make appearances. Did you play any of the story mode or did your son play any of the story mode? I believe he played some of the story mode. Again, it was Mm -hmm. kind of a passing by sitting next to him and like, Oh, what's this? And I'd watched a little bit. It was not the best part of the game by any stretch. But it was kind of what Halo story mode is to Halo. It's like I get it. It's 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 a good break from yeah. the online grind, right? And uh, I thought it was pretty decently done. Um, Splatnet returns. You get the the trusty app uh, from previous Splatoon games coming back. It's available at launch. You can do it. You can access it through Nintendo Switch Online to see stats and order gear outside the app, which I definitely did quite a few times this last nice, nice. last go around. So yeah, it's it's a pretty cool little deal. They have you know a few different items on there that you can buy, and then every I want to say twenty four hours, maybe it's twelve hours that kind of updates and changes and random new items. So so yeah, illustrations. They're getting amiibo. Uh, amiibo if you'd have asked me 10 years ago i just said man that stuff is going to peter out at some point and just go away but it is not people love them some amiibos um i know what amoeba is amiibo i know i know what an amoeba is <laughs> it's not the same okay just making not sure the not the same <laughs> but people love these things i mean they've done really really well um andrew's back uh he's still muted but he's back yep I'm back. There he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just talked through some of the story most stuff, and then uh, they're getting amiibos. And I was just telling telling Neil, I can't believe amiibos are still a thing, but people love them. I don't I know who they are, but believe they them. exist. Either. I know, but sure. I know. Serious uh, long term content plans is the last thing. So Nintendo's already teased a large scale paid DLC. So I will say that is the single biggest issue with Splatoon Two was it ran out of content real fast. Hmm. I would make the argument like I do for a lot of things. And some might call me the Bernie Sanders of the video game world. And you know what? Maybe I am. Oh. I feel like okay. what would happen? <laughs> just what would if Splatoon 3 was a free game, free to play game? Do you think it would absolutely blow the world and set the world on fire? Because I do. I, I do not. Hmm. Things in each game. I do too, which means like a large scale paid DLC is strange to me. This isn't Mario Kart 
or Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Where they can do this gigantic battle pass right. launch of DLC characters and tracks and stuff. Splatoon 3 we're talking about here. Right. It's not even Animal Crossing, which got <clears throat> free DLCs with one paid one, but a bunch of free ones. So it's a little weird that they're doing a large scale. Unless it's like a $5 thing or something, maybe. But Well, it still. all depends, though. Mm-hmm. Like Animal Crossing's one paid DLC was paid because it was a ton of content it added a big old chunk if they add that much to the game i'm fine paying for it that's no problem but um i don't know to me splatoon has a has a pretty specific audience there's not a lot of uh i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't seem to me like that game like animal crossing is that game that even if you don't know if it's for you or not people would try it I, i don't know about splatoon being as much that way maybe i'm wrong but i do we'll see I feel like Splatoon is like if Fortnite and Fall Guys like had a baby. You know what I mean? Ooh. Mm. Splat. Splat baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> either way, uh, I'm excited for the game to come out and play it. Um, I'm yep. ready to splat with my my spell, fellow splatters. Well, hopefully we can add Neil to our splatting crew. Splat. Mm. I want to splat. I want to splat with Neil so bad. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been What's the next like story? <laughs> what is the next story? Um, the next story <laughs> kind of goes together. God of War Ragnarok reportedly causes causing developers to make their to delay their games, to move their games. Sorry about things. This is from comicbook.com even though I watched this uh podcast on kind of funny. Man, uh we'll get into it. God of War Ragnarok is reportedly such a titan of a game that other studios are moving out of its way and delaying their titles. God of War Ragnarok is easily one of the most anticipated titles on the horizon and one of the games expected to be in the awards race at the end of 2022. The game was announced in 2020, just over two years after its predecessor was released and was marketed as a key title for the upcoming, then then upcoming PlayStation 5. The game was then expected to arrive in 2021, but was sadly delayed, even though we all knew it was going to happen. Something very few people were surprised by, given how unrealistic the timeline seemed to be for developers. There's still a lot of mystery surrounding God of War, but the game's release date reveal uh, ensured it would have a prime slot this holiday season. That said, according to Tim Geddes from Kind of Funny, developers and publisher may be scared of God of War Ragnarok Gettys went on to note that he'd had business calls with various people who said that he was shocked by. He stated that developers slash publishers were getting out of the way of God of War Ragnarok and pulling out of things. He didn't get too specific, but stated that it's all that it's all in service of giving God of War Ragnarok its space. Given the game is expected to be a major contender in the game of the year since its predecessor won the award last time around, it's understandable why some publishers may be trying to create distance. I want to take what we what I just read and go to another thing from GameSpot. That's every game delayed in 2022 so far. So these are kind of together, but Neil, do you think there's any merit to this? Or... Do you think just games get delayed? Because that's what life's all about right now. I think you're correct on both stanchions there. I I believe life is about getting delayed. As I got (laughs) delayed 10 hours in Atlanta airport yesterday. 
Hey, um, you could have come over and we could have like could've, splatted together. We could have splatted all night long. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, hold on. Was, uh, rewind that. All right, back to the game. Yes, I do think that has some validity to it, but uh, it being delayed. But no, I do. I mean, God of War is a massive game. Uh, that's one of those games that 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 brings almost generations back to to, to in the gaming world. I mean, some of our mm-hmm. some of the people that are huge in the gaming world. I mean, Nick Merckx was huge in God of War, obviously, and even in comps. So it, it's it is a massive staple to the gaming community. When that comes out, I can see if I was a developer and I had plans to put out my game the same time that this game comes out, I know my game's not going to grab as much traction as it could. So it, it definitely wouldn't surprise me if this had validity to it. Matthew? Yeah. Yeah, I I know. I agree. And and the thing about God of War, too, is that it... Like, if a, if a new big Call of Duty game is coming out, well, you can still come out with your game around there if it's not a first-person shooter, right? Right. The thing about God of War is that it, it combines multiple genres because of the... Um, obviously how well like the last of us and games like that have done Mm -hmm. um it's 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 basically that (laughs) style of game but it brings with it what three god of war games worth of fans that are hack and slash action yeah you know whatever and so you kind of have like all that fan base is still going to play it most of that fan base is still going to play it because it's still their god of war you know even if it's a different style of game or whatever i don't know I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I don't know that I would get out of its way by three months, <laughs> but it's just the way the way the world works nowadays. Give it about three or four weeks, and people are ready for something new. So, um, so Forspoken yeah, has moved from October mm-hmm. to January, but that's a PlayStation thing, so it makes sense that they Correct. wouldn't want to get in their own way. Correct. Um, Ubisoft recently scheduled Skull and Bones for November the 8th, uh, putting it just one day before God of War Ragnarok. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Gotham Knights several weeks prior to God of War Ragnarok. Um, But now I wanted to go into every game that's been delayed in 2022 so far. I'm not going to cover every single one of these because I don't know what a lot of these are. But... (laughs) A game like Marvel's Midnight Suns, which I don't think we've talked about getting delayed yet, right. has been delayed, will not be arriving in 2022. After suffering a delay, Take-Two announced Marvel's Midnight Suns will be coming in fiscal year 23 on new-gen consoles, older systems, and Nintendo Switch will be getting the game to be determined. Right. Um, Arc Raiders, which, if you remember this game... This was, uh, I think, at the Game Awards, maybe this last year. And it looked a lot like Destiny, and I'm very, very excited. Very excited. Uh, it's a co- cooperative shooter created by former Battlefield developer. Arc Raider was previously scheduled to arrive in 2022. However, Embark Studios put out a message in August that announced it delayed to 23 in order to expand the experience and allow it to reach its fullest potential. A final date of 23 has not been announced yet. Um, I'm looking at others. Lord of the Rings Gollum for you Lord of the Rings nerds. Delayed. Avatar, I guess, was delayed. I didn't even know it had a date. Same. Uh, mm, I'm trying to look at games that... That would be the same. Would be like, like yeah. Feeling, yeah. 
Starfield, obviously, we already knew got delayed. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Who called that one? Redfall also got delayed. We knew that before. Interesting story here. The day before, Neil, you know about this game. Oh, I do. I was waiting to say something. <laughs> I have a very interesting video I need to send you the link of. I watched okay. a long documentary style video thing on YouTube. It wasn't long. It was maybe like 30 minutes or something like that. Talking about the day before and why this game is potentially going to be the next cyberpunk. And let me tell you, it made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense. You can't do this to me. I'm so excited about this. It made a lot of sense. Um, It was just interesting. They went like into the history of the developer and how terrible their games have been up until this point. And then they had like people that work for gaming companies like reacting to the trailer and being like, something seems fishy here. This mm-hmm. isn't right. Okay. And I'm just saying, I mean, anybody can say whatever they want and convince people of stuff. That's what documentaries are for. Right. So it could just all be a bunch of bull crap, but I'll say it was convincing. I will I'll say this. The reason it got delayed was because they're doing an Unreal 5 engine. Right. That's what they say. That's what they say. I think uh, uh, one of Unreal 5's... Um, calling cards or things that they're putting out there is that it's a lot harder to make messed up games <laughs> and it's a lot easier to make smoother games you get a lot of the polish is kind of done for you so hopefully that doesn't happen and the switch to unreal 5 even fixes some of that just by switching sure um legend of zelda breath of the wild obviously got delayed out of 2022 was it because of god of war who knows probably not, Absolutely this game ever, not. does this game even exi- <laughs> exist for that, real no one knows that's the it's we still don't know what the actual list. name of the game is. So that's the only game on this list that God of War should move for. <laughs> hmm. Suicide Squad Killer Justice League got delayed this year. EA Sports PGA Tour now. Let me tell you, God of War definitely got that delayed. That's true. Um, and let me tell you, I'm ready for that. Advance Wars Plus Two Reboot Camp been delayed this year. Stalker Two has been delayed twice. Um. Uh, Let's see. For, and then we talked about Forspoken. So a bunch of games have gotten delayed, of course. We all knew this. Is it because yeah. it got War Ragnarok? I say probably not. Um, like Matthew said, I think, what's the release date on God of War? It's November something. November 8th or something like that. I think November 9th. Um, obviously, it's going to be a big time game, but... I think more than likely Forspoken was delayed because of this. They're like, well, let's not put Forspoken out in October and people be like, I'm saving my money because God of War comes out next month mm. or whatever. Well, and, they can and both of those games and both of those games, we've seen a lot of the playing of a single player, like movie cutscenes, yeah. A lot of the cinematography, that kind of thing. And so there's going to be some overlap in the people that want to play both of those games kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So for sure. That makes that one makes sense to me a little bit. The, the rest of them. So much. Yeah, the rest of them probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. Um I very much dislike, as I've said on this podcast quite a bit. If a game gets delayed, I'm fine. Um I mean a game, a delayed game is always better than a rush game. True. Um but what I very much dislike is when they're like in June or July and they're like, this game's coming out in November. Like, all right, <laughs> you're like five months away. And then three months later, they're like, we delayed it. It's may come out sometime next year. Well, then don't put the date on it to begin right. with. 
Right. If you if yeah. you put the date on it and you're five months out from launch and you don't know if you're going to make it, just wait. Well, why not? Right. Why not just yeah. wait? Don't tell me you're going to, I'm going to be able to play this game in four months. And then you lie. Lie to my face, Neil. Don't yeah. do it. I don't like it. Yeah. A delayed game is better than a rush game, but what grinds my gears Ooh. is games like Halo when they delay it and delay it, and then it comes out, and you're like, "Man, this feels rushed." And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how did we do both delayed? of those things? I don't understand. <laughs> I lo- like I like what Midnight Suns did, which is a game I'm excited about. Which they're mm-hmm. like, uh, I think it was supposed to come out in October, maybe. Um, and then they got delayed, and they're like, "It's coming in 23. We're not going to give you a time frame other than." all of next year which is great which means if it was coming out in october more than likely if they were going to put a date on it they would probably have said like april april or may or something but why why do that why do that when it may not be it may be next december when you're like all right this game can come out and i'd rather that be the case than them just keep putting dates Mm -hmm. and keep pushing them like some games do because that's trash (sighs) such garbo hot garbo all right, well, that's all I got for you. <laughs> that's all I got for anybody tonight. Um, I'm, uh, I'm actually well. pretty upset about the day before, to be honest. I, I saw that, and I, I was like, I was, I was hoping this could take me to a new level of Tarkov because mm-hmm. it's, it's very much incorporated the Tarkov kind of looting aspect and, 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 and shooting and, and everything, and. And almost looks like a a Last of Us bridge, kind of with the the zombos and everything. So I was I really so. open for it. And I again, I, when I saw it was delayed, I was like, "That's a bummer." But then I saw they're switching to the Unreal Five, and I was like, "Okay, That's a good thing. I'm okay with that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right, I found hey. I found the video, and I'm going to. I don't know if I can take this mental send, stability. I'm going, to, I'm going to text you the link. That's what I'm going to. Hey, okay. where no developer has ever made a good video game until they did. Wow. Very true. And I, they talk about this in this game. They're like, listen, they've been, they were building and then they went down and then they kind of semi-built and now it's like they're going... But they also raised some other flags. I'm not going to spoil it. If you are out there and you're like, what the heck are you talking about and you're really into it? The video is titled The Day Before why you should be concerned and it's by force gaming oh, well. it's got 1.5 million views right now oh wow. hey there we go hey you miss a hundred percent of the shots <laughs> it's you gotta don't be take. true then it's, true. <laughs> it's, it's got over a million views it's, true. it's gotta that's be true. The, that's the rule the internet does not lie <laughs> hashtag wikipedia <laughs> but I, i'm with you i hope it i hope it's as advertised it's good yeah if they said uh system wise what they're what that what is that I think it it's PC? supposed to be PC and PS5. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Walkie. Okay. Um, but it kind of, like, we could have, like, you remember the first time we ever saw the game, The Division, and we were like, mm. oh, my God. And then the game came out, and it was still good, but it wasn't like, this wasn't what you showed. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, showed the best parts in the trailer, in the build-up, and then it was just yeah. tragic. Yeah. The, the yeah. game that did that to me more than any other game was No Man's Sky. Yes. 
That's what. Yeah, that's what. Can't... More so, what they talk about for mm. uh, it, the day before. It was like this game's so big. You're all playing the same universe. You'll never find your friends. And then, like 45 minutes later, it's like, hey, if we go this way, I think I can find you over here. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Woo! Like, well, that's bummer. <laughs> Does that mean the game's over? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right. Before we end this thing out, Neil, why don't you tell us your your story about your new PC? What What happened? So the story is um, I was doing a stream and I was playing Tarkov and the, uh, the PC, I kept getting a, a, a force close on the app. And I'm like, all right, surely this isn't things. So, you know, you go into the, 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 the task manager, you start looking at what's the processing, what's processing the most. You go down this, this, and this, this. And I realized that I was at 62% CPU utilization just for tarkov just for just for the game so i thought to myself okay let's lower let's lower the the quality of of the graphics maybe that'll help so i'm like low like in tarkov i'm like low like everything looks like play-doh and i'm going through (laughs) and i'm going man this just and i was still at like 54 percent cpu utilization and i'm like dude what is going on so i i turn off Spotify, I turn off, I go into performance mode and and, and, and stream labs. I'm like, I gotta something's gotta go down. So even with everything just basic mode, I'm still like 48% utilization. So I'm like, all right. So I start going in and I, I'm texting my buddy, my my PC guru guy. And uh he's got a PC guy. He, he, I, I have a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> if you need someone, I got a guy. Okay. And um, I'm texting him and he's like, dude, check out this sweet deal. Like all this, all like the parts in this, in this build. And I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm driving back from North Carolina. I think yeah, North Carolina. And, and I actually like pull over and I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the specs. I'm looking at the price and I'm like, dang, like 3080s are like 500, 600 bucks right now. Like unheard of low. And I'm going through this list and I'm like, an i9 is, you know, only $300, like, and all, everything's kind of, like, lining up, and I'm, like, I, I think about the stream where, like, everything just went wrong. Like, <laughs> it's flashbacks. I just, this is, like, this, this mental image of everything gone wrong, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. I just, I just gotta do it. If I, if I want to be able to do all the things I want to do, I just gotta do it. So, I put it in my cart, and I sat there, and I looked at it. And then the way I work, I, I can't just do things. Like I have to methodically think about it. So I had it in my cart. I went back and opened it like two hours later. It's a 13-hour drive from North Carolina where I live. Plenty of time to open it 17 times. So I opened <laughs> it like 17 times. By the time I got home, I was like, I got to do it. So I pressed the send button. And it, that, and it was funny as it was like, it was like ships out, uh, like, it's like ships out tomorrow, arrives the next day. And I'm like, okay. that's bullcrap first of all (laughs) but no it it literally arrived in three days it was crazy so this one is primarily just the gaming pc um and then i have my other one back there that's for streaming and for gunner to play on so he's got his own little setup back here nice yeah i went through a very uh similar story but not really i just woke up one day and our tv panel was like mm-hmm. the right side we have a curved samsung we've had it for like the last five or six years the right side was like basically on zero brightness is what it looked like 
and then there's another streak down the middle that progressively got worse over the next like two or three days. So I was in a similar boat where I was like, you know what, if we're going to upgrade, yeah, I'm not that, that TV that we have now, like it's like $500. Right. So it's like, listen, if I'm already going to have to spend $500 to get the exact same thing that I've had for the last five years, if we're going to upgrade it, we're going to freaking upgrade. Just to upgrade it. You know what I mean? Just don't and I did the same thing where it's like all the research possible, putting yeah. it in my carts in five different businesses <laughs> and running honey to see what discounts I can get. Yeah. Looking for open box and refurbished and all that stuff. And then finally it just happens. And then, uh, same thing. Amazon two day shipping, you know, bada yeah. bing, bada boom. We're, we're golden. But then you gotta get surround sound. And then I was like, well, from upgrading TV, we got to upgrade our sound. Surround sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we had, it's all upgraded now. And Emily, Emily is in a state of shock. I'll just say that. You know, it, it, it hurts a little, you know, when you see it the hurts. number. Oh, it hurts. You, you see yep. the number negative out. No, you're not out of the bank yeah. account. That really stings for you a start look, you, you start looking around your room like, what can I sell that I don't need? <laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, hmm, do I really need a drum set? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't need two microwaves. <laughs> do I really need a full-size fridge in my office? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> do I need a giant Mewtwo pop toy? And then I guess. That stays. That stays. You stay. You're in nowhere. Don't worry. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So it was funny. My my guy, he, I had showed it in the cart. And he was like, you going to do it? I was like, of course. Don't be silly. Of course I'm going to send it. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of encouraged me to do it. It's his fault. Nice. Hey, it happens. It does. It happens. It does. Matthew, you're due for something to break now. Please no. I just spent a lot of money on something else. <laughs> so, so um, <laughs> nope, I'm good. Why don't you um, say it? Why don't you say what it was? <laughs> I will. I will soon. I will soon. Uh, yeah. It's funny that we both but, already know. Hundred percent. He bought so, a German Shepherd. Oh, there we go. A German Shepherd. Uh, Big shipping two, two, two day free shipping. You can get free ones. <laughs> two day shipping on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I don't know about the pound that you or the Humane Society. Sorry, we'll use technical uh-huh. term. Sure. So the one that me and Emily go to here, which we both really love animals, and everywhere we live, like it's like almost like a date night. It's like let's just go to the mm. Humane Society and look at dogs and touch cats. Um, but there's one in don't the mall. Don't touch the dogs. Look at the don't dogs. Touch don't touch the them. cats. Right. Right. Gotcha. Touch cats. Because the cats yeah. usually have this giant room and they're just all running around. The dogs, you got to go get, ask somebody, hey, right, we want to walk this right, dog. It's a whole right. ordeal. The cats, you just walk in there and they're just like, either they hate you, they don't. But there's there's a, a, I wouldn't even call it a humane society, a place where you can purchase dogs in the mall of Georgia. And they get them. Oh, I went there with you. Yeah. So they get like discounted versions of these dogs from breeders. Like if it's not the perfect Right. Everything that clicks checks off all the boxes. They're like, well, we can't sell this thing because it's not wow. a perfect version of this Great Dane or whatever. So they give it to uh, this small George place. So they have like top lot of lot of the popular dogs, a lot of Australian shepherds, yeah. a lot of golden doodles, doodles, Shebas, yeah. uh, Great Danes, like everything that you want to see when you go to yeah. Humane Society. That's not just 
a bunch of pit bulls or just raggedy dogs that look like they're 89 years old. Um, but you got to pay for them. Yep. You know, man. No, no, no corgis because all corgis are perfect. They're, they do have corgi. I've seen corgis. No, it's, in there. it's impossible. Not, not it's in the Humane Society, but in this, in this fancy place at the mall. That's true. I don't know where I was going with the story, but that place exists. Dogs. If you want to go to dogs. Dogs and know. cats. Touching cats. All right. Well, <laughs> any final thoughts before we end this thing up? Let's play some more Rocket League, man. You know what I mean? Ooh. We've been playing a lot of Rocket League. Right. A lot of that game. With that game. I don't want to do anything else Every, in my life. Here's what I know. Every time we play, we're either really good or really bad, and there's not a lot of in-between. I'm just really bad. I've gotten significantly... I think the last two weeks, I've gotten less work done than I have in the last probably <laughs> 10 years because of Destiny and Rocket League. Making a comeback in my life. Who would have thought? Mm, but you know what? Sometimes it's just one of those times, you know, you go to bed and you're like, man, I want to play Destiny, but I can't because I have to sleep. Stupid, stupid mortal body. Do you ever watch you like a, you, a YouTube video of like a game you're playing and then like you're done? Like you, you've played games, you've done your three, four, five, six hours of gaming for the day, night, whatever. You go mm-hmm. to bed, you, you pop open, you know, the YouTube, you, you start watching the same game. You were just playing for six hours, and then you go, I'm not done yet. And you go back to play again for another six hours? It's it's happened. It has okay. happened. Okay. All right. I'm glad. I just didn't want to be alone. Okay. You know? I find myself now, like, I've always been big in Destiny. Do y'all hear those mm-hmm. dogs behind me? Yep. Okay. But they're barking. As, Emily took them out, and they more than likely it's a deer. Because we have deers in our yard all the time. But, uh. I find myself now after getting off Destiny, I'll just get on YouTube and there's like, oh, here's just like a weekly blog update of this one weapon and what they're changing about it. And I'm like, you know, I guess I got to read it or watch it. No, mm. I want to watch this 28 minute video on why this specific scout rifle is getting a 0.1% buff. Wow. And I can't stop myself. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a real life problem. But we want to thank right. everybody for listening. We have new podcasts right here every Friday. If you want to give us good ratings, please do. If you want to give us terrible ratings, don't. Don't give us terrible rating, but you can message me the worst thing that you want to say and do that yeah. to me. I'd rather have that than have a bad rating. That's facts. Um, but that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next. See you guys.